Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a few few weeks, right? I was thinking about the podcast, and I'm like, oh, I need to do an episode. It's been a few weeks, which I'm trying to do a weekly thing, but things come up, and honestly, doing that that dieting podcast was it's just a lot of information and, you know, giving you guys time to digest. I was thinking, I was looking through my list of topics to to talk about i usually try to jot down little little bullet points or topics on on my little notepad thing on my phone so that when time comes i will pick one one that is speaking to me at the moment and one that draws my attention or, or gives me the most i don't know good feels and there's one that i was looking at my list today knowing that i had to do a podcast that kind of drew my attention so before I get to the topic, as I always do, I will be very verbose and give you a whole bunch of dumb examples. So, recently, I've been reading a book, a book that actually was gifted for my birthday last year, which is almost a year ago. So, my apologies, but thanks again for the book. You know who you are. Um, the book is Battle Cry, Waging an In... Ugh, I can't even talk. Let me start over. The book is Battle Cry... Waging and Winning the War Within is by Jason Wilson. So Jason's been on a lot of stuff as of late. Um, I came across him on a JRE podcast probably months and months and months ago. But you might know him from a viral video that showed up on people's stuff a while ago. It was it was basically this video of this kid who was trying to punch a board and break it, right? You often see those in, you know, karate belt um ceremonies and whatever whatever and so you see this kid trying to punch a board and i can't quite remember if he failed or he was just scared to do it i can't quite remember and you see this kid crying and this is like in front of people right his peers and i think it was a belt ceremony so it was around his family as well and he's just crying right and that's when when jason who was the instructor for this um karate school, whatever he calls it, something specific in the book, but I'm not going to go ahead and look for it. Um, he, who is a teacher, um, basically talks to the boy in a very progressive way, talks to the boy, makes him acknowledge and talk about what's giving him anxiety and stress about p- the potential of this board and, and why he's stressed out. He basically encourages to just cry, cry it out and then get back to the task at hand, right? So Jason got very famous for that. And that might be familiar for some of you, but um, the book, Battle Cry, is, how do I describe it? It's almost like it's a book where he's trying to basically make the reader um, reassess the choices through dealing with the trauma that you've built up over the past. It's, it's very focused around um, probably more males than women, but it probably benefit people who are dealing with some sort of trauma that's 
you know, built up or undealt with for many, many years. It's a very fascinating book, and there's a lot of little tidbits I'd love to kind of comment on um, and might bring up on the podcast just because I think you guys will find it useful. Um, there, there are one or two specific things that I think I found incredibly useful, um, and it's a good read. I highly suggest that you read this book. I think this is his second book. Uh, I might eventually get on his first book, but the time reading time for me is very limited, so audiobook might be the move. So what, what's my point here? So one of the things that like Jason focuses on, apart from dealing with the anxiety and, and dealing with um, ways to deal with difficult situations and um, talking about you know past traumas and, and dealing with those traumas. And I like his stance, right? Right now in this day and age, there's a lot of things on social media. I know I get them. Some of you might likely get them as well. And you get a lot of this overcorrection of what things should be. And now we see another overcorrection, another group of people coming through where you have men kind of in a way overcorrecting as well because now it's, it's this overcorrection and backlash to the female feminist movement. It's, it's these men that are, you know, coming a little too aggressive in terms of how they they feel like other men should live this mindset of like the alpha and and we can get into that topic and i'd love to get into that topic at a later date but this overcorrection is all revolving on specific people and you know the andrew tate is is one of the most famous and look i don't know the guy i don't follow that guy around i've seen some of his clips that that are intended to be a little bit more motivational and with some of those I can agree with, but I don't know the guy well enough and I don't know what these taboo things are that he's been doing that really people are not happy about. I don't personally feel like the Andrew Tate way is the way to go. If I had to pick, if I had a son and I had to pick a way that I would try to raise my child, Jason's way is the way. And I'm going to tell you why it's the way. Because Men have historically been told to shut up and, and work, right? Apart from a certain point, you shut up, you put in the work, and you go, and, and things get hard, and men just suck it up and carpentalize. God, I can't even say that word. Carpentalize? God, this is going to sound so bad when I can't say the word. Men put the feelings aside and eventually bottle so much up that it starts having health issues. This is a real thing, right? There's a real reason why men live historically, statistically, less than their partners do. Some of that might be genetic, of course. Some of that might be the fact that some guys don't take care of themselves, of course. But that's also not to say that women don't take care of themselves and some women don't have shit genetics too. You know, some of that is also men take on more dangerous, more um, job positions that essentially could have more more long-term um, issues like if you're in construction you're more likely to get asbestos poisoning and blah, blah blah right take all those aside i think strategically there's something to be said about when men do not approach and deal with their emotions and they bottle them up it does affect people and there's only so much you can take jason's way is just in my opinion a far better way of doing it right you look at the andrew tate way you look at these guys that are like suck it up buttercup and, and while I do agree, by the way, there is a time to suck it up buttercup because 
there is a certain amount of venom that you should be able to contain, and that'll be a topic of a next podcast, maybe, uh, venom. There is a time to suck it up because you need to be able to have a certain level of resiliency in your life. I don't think the approach is to just always suck it up and to never deal with your issues. It's to never deal with your problems, right? I'm a byproduct of a father who had that kind of dynamic. He never dealt with some issues. And all of that trickles down into the family. For those of you that want to sit here and roll your eyes and say, like, well, who cares? They're just men suck it up and they get the work done and they move on. Okay, fair enough. But what, what, how many generations were affected by men that couldn't talk to their children and tell their children that they cared about them or loved them enough? And then how many of those children were always looking for the approval of the fathers? We see it with, we, we, we laugh about it when we make jokes about, you know, troubled women that never kind of come across their fathers and have seen their fathers, right? And they, they make bad choices, become strippers, whatever, whatever. We laugh about it sometimes. We laugh about that because there's some truth in that. And some of that comes from the fact that you were looking for approval, acceptance from your father and mother. But because men are more likely to be guarded, shielded, and, and bottle things up, you're more likely to not show affection to your children as a male versus females are genuinely, truly more empathic and understanding and, and, and are willing to express those emotions and not bottle them up. So in the long term... Jason, in his book, talks about how you should approach talking to your kids, the level of vulnerability, and realizing what the emotions stem from. And he does approach some tools and and shows you how to kind of do that. And while I don't want to make this an ad for the book, um, I I wanted to talk about one of the the topics or themes of the book, and that is, is being... A complete man, um, not the verbiage he used, but the verbiage I'll use for today. Being a complete man is more than just a provider, more than just the defender, more than just a fixer, more than just somebody there to provide you know, money. It's more than that. The way he, he defines it in the book is very well done, where he talks about as, as a complete male, you need to be able to do all of these things. And you need to also have the balance and be able to be vulnerable with your children and vulnerable with your spouse and be willing to talk about the things that you need or want out of life and the things that you're upset and, and need to voice those things. Easier said than done. Maybe easier for the newer generation, harder for the older generation. But I think in some respects he has a point. And it's actually one of the topics I had written down. I'm multitasking here, guys. Um, it's one of the topics I had written on my, on my little notepad thing on my phone. And it's, it's talking primarily about the idea that depending on the generation that you grew up in, you have a view of what a man is, right? Some of that is dictated by the, the, how you grew up your father and how he treated you. So if your father was good and he was around and he loved you and he cared about you, you're more likely to want to be a father like him. If you had a father that wasn't around or never met or whatever, you likely want to be unlike him, right? Especially if you have kids of your own. You start seeing yourself and your children and you want more for them than what you had. That's, that's the parental 
goal, right? So the po the point and topic I wanted to have with you today, and, and what it, honestly I'll leave you with, because I am trying to have shorter podcasts, is that especially for those of you that are men, I know for you that are women are probably not super in tune with this podcast, but look, some of you have boyfriends, some of you has husbands, um, and, and if you have a boyfriend, you likely want a more mature man. If, if you're, we could talk about dating in another podcast, but you want a man that's going to fill the, the things that you need out of life, but also you want somebody who's going to be the highest level of, of balance that you can achieve. And if you're a wife, you know what you want. Because if, especially if you have kids, you want somebody that isn't just the breadwinner. You need more out of that. Your kids need more out of that. So the way I phrased it in my little notepad thing here was essentially just saying warrior, father, son, poet, employee, and, and everything in between. Right, you as a male need to, and I'm speaking to the males here, but also speaking to the females, for the males. You, you as a male need to realize that you need to become more than just the one thing. You need to become more than just a man that lives on primal instincts and decides to do the simple thing in life. It's to live off of your desire at that moment, whether it's eating, whether it's going out, whether it's having fun. You need to think introspectively. You need to focus on your, your weaknesses while also focus on your strengths. Become stronger in your strengths and fix your weaknesses to an acceptable manner, right? Or maybe even make them your new strength. You need to be able to be everything. And, and in a, a situation where we have less and less time, that becomes difficult. But if you're looking to do the best for your kids, you want everything, right? In my analogy here, I use the analogy of being the warrior. You want to be able to protect your family. You want to be able to protect your partner. You want to be able to make them feel like you're the rock. You want to make them feel like they're safe around you. You want to make them feel like you're dependable if something was to happen. If for those of you that are fathers or want to be fathers, you have to start becoming this version of what you would want a father to be for your children. Whether it's the version of your father you grew up with, an improved version of that, or just a whole new version because you didn't have a great father. Son, you are still somebody's son, so you should still continue to try to strive to be a better son, the best son you can be. Poet, what I mean by poet is the idea of trying to be somebody who is also creative. And you don't have to be good at it. You don't have to be a freaking artist. But you have to find a way to have an out, an outlet, a way to express yourself, a way to give you peace between the warrior, right? You have to be the yin and the yang. You can't just be the alpha male who walks around and, and is going to try to be the baddest guy in the room because... You're never going to be the baddest guy in the room. There is always somebody better, okay? You want to pretend like you're this big, tough guy, right? Until you enter a room with a guy who is a trained fighter. You're not going to beat that guy. And unless you've dedicated yourself to a lifetime of being a fighter, you're never going to be the toughest guy in the room. And then if you have done that, 
and you find yourself in the business arena, you've already lost all of that. Does that make sense? If you're, you're never going to be the hammer in every situation in life. Everybody wants to be the hammer. Yeah, it's a pretty situation to be in. But let's say you, you committed your whole life to business and you're multimillionaire. Okay, well, then when you go to a bar and you piss off the wrong guy, the level, the playing field is level or even at your disadvantage. The same could be true all the, way, the other way around. If you committed your whole life to be a fighter, with a boxer, or whatever you want to say, Muay Thai, whatever, right? Well, the moment you get into the business field, you're at a disadvantage. So don't, don't always expect to be the warrior or the hammer, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, be the other side of that coin. Have the balance of being the poet who can do more than just be a hammer. Because you don't want to be a hammer around small children. And, you know, the rest are fairly simple, right? The employee, everybody knows that you have to be able to bring a certain livelihood if you're looking to have a family or a partner. You have to be able to feel like you're not a burden on them because they're paying for everything or even be equals in a sense where if you have mortgages and you share a mortgage or payments on something, you, have, you want to be able to, to provide. That's a base instinct of that men are really good at doing because ultimately it's, it's in our DNA, right? It's the ability to go hunting and bring food back to, so you can feel like you, you did it. You, you are the one that was the best male, I suppose, to bring back food and, and provide nourishment for the tribe. And I'll leave you one last thing. And this is why all of this is very, very difficult. What I've asked all of you to do or asked or talked about doing, right? Being all of these things, it's, it's difficult already being all of those things. That's already difficult. I'm asking of you a tremendous amount. But it's even more difficult to switch between the roles and to know when to be a specific role, right? Because it's not always clear. If you decide you're, you're going to be a businessman and you find yourself in a warrior position where you need to be the warrior, you need to be able to assess the situation, feel out the room, realize what's going on. If you're, if you're a warrior and you're back home with your newborn baby and you're trying to hold your baby, you shouldn't be the hammer. You shouldn't be the warrior. You need to be the poet. You need to be the more gentle person. You need to be the more empathic person. Knowing who to be at what time and when to adapt yourself to those situations is, is almost as equally as important as being all of those things. I still feel like you need to be all of those things to be a highly evolved male, right? But switching between them is also a very critical skill. So I'm going to give you guys some homework, a quick two-minute homework and... and Maybe homework for the future of this podcast series, right? Because I do want people to take something out of this. You can easily listen to something and it just goes in one ear out the other. But if you're truly looking to change yourself and to be a better person, it takes work. And it takes work outside of just listening to something. This is why motivational books and speakers work great in that moment. You come out fired up, you're ready to go, but then it just weans off, right? So here's your homework. Take a, make, make a little, take a little notepad, get a little pen, pencil, whatever you're into, and write down weaknesses and strengths. Where are you weak? Where are you strong? Are you a strong warrior, a strong, you know, provider, but a shitty poet and a shitty, you know, whatever? Like, write these down 
and then really decide like I only have a certain amount of time in the day I have real responsibilities I have a job you know but this this coming months these coming years I like to be a better poet I'm going to do that by by learning to be more gentle speaking my my feelings getting a, a nice outlet where I can maybe paint or do woodworking or or do something that really motivates me to just do something for the soul as hippy dippy as that sounds do that and really start thinking about that and for those of you that truly feel like you can be vulnerable with your wives and girlfriends share that with them ask them what do you think do you think I'm weak and strong in these areas or what do you need from me or what am I not doing great right these are conversations I tell you guys all the time to do. I would tell you all the times to do if you're in a partnership with someone because this is this will make you stronger this will make you guys more vulnerable to each other which you need in a relationship but that's my homework for you guys and and pick a thing that you want to increase your strength on without necessarily letting go of the others completely you need to be able to continue to be the warrior continue to be the provider but start working on being the poet and that's the podcast for this week ladies and gentlemen i challenge you to really do that and for those of you by the way that are ladies maybe you know this applies for you as well you need to be you need to look at the different versions of females that you can be look at the weaknesses look at your weaknesses look at the things that you would need to improve upon and figure out how you can be that version of yourself because when we sit here and and as humans objectively we think about ourselves and then we think about what we want to be right if you look if you close your eyes and you think of the perfect version of yourself it likely is all of the these things combined at the greatest level of strength right we want to be the most balanced well-rounded person that's good in every aspect and blah blah right so this applies to you ladies and this applies to you men and so if you're looking to do this if you're looking to achieve a high level of existence then you're going to have to put in the work simple as that for those of you that want that reminder again the book if you wanted to read this is a uh, battle cry by jason wilson um if you have an open-minded partner whether male female and they're 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 open-minded to different ideas which maybe you are if you're listening to this podcast it might be a good gift for somebody i do appreciate you know who you are they gave me this gift um and it was worthwhile and there's a couple more things i like to bring up specifically about this book that have been a little bit eye-opening for me but that's for a different day hope you guys have a good week talk no here here no talk to you guys next time <laughs>